0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> welcome back to the watch list with patty and bill you can catch up on all of your favorite back episodes of the watchlist pod by logging on to the watchlistpod.com you can also engage with us on all of your social media at symbol the As Patty yawns. Sorry. No, it's all right. And then you can always subscribe to us. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. So happy Labor Day as we record.
0: Happy Labor Day.
1: Happy Labor Day. And to everybody out there who has to work and everybody out there who does a job, even though you'll be hearing this after the fact. Thank you.
0: Yes, thank you for your labors.
1: Yes. On this day of laboring laboring <laughs> <laughs> anyway um so you watched quite a bit more than i did
0: i watched quite a bit of things yes
1: so we watched some stuff together which we'll get to you later but tell us what you watched and summarize it all and stuff
0: Sure. So I watched on Netflix the the uh, there's a new season of a show I totally love. It's a, it's a anime called Agrettsuko. Okay. And if you're familiar with Hello Kitty, it's part of that Sanrio group of characters. Uh, this Agrettsuko is Rettsuko is the main character. She is a red panda, I believe. Oh, and she works in an office. She's like a, I think she's like accounting in an office. And we're following her, her life and what she's doing. And you know, as most office workers are, they get very stressed out. And you got a lot of shitheads you got to deal with, and jerk people, and some nice people. Um, and to release her pain, you know, release her stress, because suko means little aggressive. Red Suko, or aggressive little Red Suko, kind of a thing. Egg Red Suko. She goes to the karaoke bars and she screams death metal to release her stress.
1: Are you sure you haven't talked about this show before?
0: Well, not um, recently because the new season's out, but I feel like way back when we were talking about some of our favorite shows, I mentioned it. Because I
1: remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: People may not know that there's a new season now. These episodes are only like. 15 to 25 ish minutes long tops they they are not long episodes at all they're very short they go very quickly it's on netflix netflix and it is a hysterical fun fun cartoon (laughs) anime to watch and i think everyone should be watching it because it's as the seasons have progressed the actual stories are less less like uh playing on the whole, you know, death metal funniness and getting a little more meat to them, I would say. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a really good show and everybody should give it a try because it's really good. Sweet. And I'm telling you, it's really good and you should watch it. Okay. Moving on, the next show that you have not watched that I have. This one's on HBO. It's a documentary called Class Action Park.
1: What's that this, about?
0: This is all about the theme park called action park in New Jersey during the 80s and the 90s that was its heyday and holy holy crap this this park was kind of like the owner of the park just let the the teenagers who work there run it and the rides were not designed by any actual engineers at all and there, lots of people got hurt. They, a few people died. And oh one God. of the water slides, like you get in this water slide and it had this loop and the loop was not designed by any proper engineer whatsoever. So people were going through and banging themselves up and coming out all beat up because, you know, that loop was not designed for people to actually go through. And if you were too small or too large, you would get caught in the loop. And then once they finally, they fixed something with it, but people were coming out and they were all cut to shit because earlier when people would get banged up, their teeth would fall out and get stuck in the slide. So people were getting cut by human teeth that were stuck in this loop of this water slide.
1: my God. That's a horrible horror movie.
0: It is. This, this, holy shit. This whole place is like, that's disgusting. It is. It's. It's. Oh my god! It, it's. Huh. And wait, where is <laughs> this? Where this is this an, fun it's park in New of Jersey. hell? It's Action Park in Vernon Township, New Jersey.
1: I can't imagine how long this was allowed to operate before they shut it down.
0: Well, it says during the eighties and nineties, and the guy who owned it, according to the documentary, he knew a lot of people like he knew a lot of people
1: to sort of coerce them to I look the other just, way. Yeah,
0: to get them to look the other way cuz he was supposed to be filing like reports when somebody was hurt or when the, the you know there was a death maybe. Oh my god. And there were times where he never reported anything. So there's no real good documentation of just how many people were injured or times they needed to call an ambulance there is at least at least two official verified deaths and one of the deaths um, they claim the guy who owns the place they claimed that the the person who died was an employee who uh, knew better and shouldn't have been doing whatever they were doing and that's why they died
1: and victim blaming too. Yes, wow. Which, but
0: and the the press reported it as exactly how that guy said it, without verifying the facts and making sure that they were saying the truth. When in reality, the guy, sure, the guy who was in who died, he was on some kind of I, I forget exactly what ride, but it was a ride where it hit a rock and it threw him off, and he hit his head on a rock, and that's how he died. Oh my god. Well, he didn't work in that area. He only worked in, like, there's a ski lift as well as a theme park. So he worked at the ski lift area when it was wintertime. And this was, he was no longer an employee when he went to visit with some friends. So he was there as a customer, not as an employee, because he hadn't been an employee. Okay. And so it had nothing to do with whether he was an employee or not or doing something he shouldn't have been doing. He was riding a ride and had an accident and he died because of the ride, they were supposed to be cleaning up the rocks on that like roller coastery type ride before the day started and they didn't.
1: So, what happened to this theme park?
0: Eventually, it got shut down. And I think somebody else bought up the property. They talk about it in the documentary, like what actually happened in the end. Um, But this whole friggin' place, I mean, Jesus. It was, it is apparently known as America's most dangerous amusement park. Wow. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I highly recommend watching this. And there are some people who went there During the 80s and 90s when they were kids. And they see it as a badge of honor that they survived Action Park. Yeah. They're like, if you didn't go to Action Park and come home with bruises or big red scrapes, you didn't go to Action Park.
1: That's fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) It is so fucked up. And it is
0: totally an 80s, you know preteen teenager way of viewing things. oh my god <laughs> all
1: right so you said that that's on netflix what's it called again it's
0: on hbo
1: like i said it's on hbo
0: it's called class action park wow i highly recommend you find it i did it through the hbo max got it uh, so yeah all definitely right. one to see definitely something to watch uh, I rented the movie The Owners because that lovely voodoo people sent me an email saying, you get 50% off of your next thing. And I'm like, all right, what, el- what else can I rent? Right. And The Owners is available. So it was like, I don't know, three bucks or something for me to rent it. The Owners has Sylvester McCoy and Maisie Williams in it. And it is a... It seems like a very familiar kind of a, a a story where you've got some kids who go break into a house and then things go wrong. And this one has a really good twist on it, though. And Sylvester McCoy and the woman who plays his wife, Rita Tushingham, those two really, really make this the twist of it. Ha what the Whoa. fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, you're like, holy shit, man, holy shit, yeah.
1: And it's called Those what
0: two, again? It's called The Owners. Wow. So essentially, these three fuck up boys, teenage, young adult—I don't know how old they're supposed to be—they go. They're they're trying to find a way to get out of this small town, England countryside town that they're in. And they, the one, two are, they're, they're two, two are best friends. And then the other, the third is like the one guy that the other one brought in kind of like to be the brains of the, the heist, so to speak. And he's totally a dick. And Maisie Williams is the girlfriend of the one guy. And she's like, I need my car. I have to go to work. And she's like, all nagging him, like, come on, what the fuck are you doing? Get out come on, I have to go. And for some reason, it's her, it's her car. She doesn't have the keys on her. And he took, he's taken off with the keys. She waits all friggin' afternoon day until it's suddenly n- one minute. We look at her and it's still daylight. The next minute it's totally black outside. And I'm like, how did it become night? All of a sudden, I yeah. hate when that happens in movies, like they're walking down the street and it's broad daylight. And then suddenly they turn a corner and it's night. And I'm like, you know how what? long were they walking?
1: Sometimes you, you can't pay that close attention because it's nothing drives so me, darring. nothing it's drives so me darring. crazier than when I see the sun in scenes when it's supposed to be raining. And then so, if, <laughs> so if you look way in the background of some shot where it's supposed to be deluging and even the the movie, The Rock with <laughs> uh, Nicolas Cage. is there is a scene in a cemetery where it's deluging, but in the background you can see pure sunlight. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, like the rain will be over in one second, but (laughs) it just drives me nuts. Sometimes you just need to not pay attention. Yeah.
0: So the, one of the guys tells them that there's a safe full of cash in this big house, this where this doctor and his wife, they've been in this town forever a couple of these, kid, these kids have been in this town forever and little Maisie Williams she plays Mary she has to go to work she wants her car she's let her boyfriend borrow it and he's been gone for way too long she's got to go to work so she goes and hunts him down and she's yelling at him like I need my car and he's like just give me five more minutes he goes into this house he climbs the fence he goes into this house and she's like fucking hell what the hell and I'm thinking if you knew he took your car and you needed it why didn't you bring your spare key with you because, yeah. shit, I wouldn't have waited all fucking day for that ass. I would have taken my car and gone and say, you're on your own now, buddy. Yeah. But that's just me. She waits all friggin' day. He courses her to climb over the fence and come join them. Because they can't seem to get the safe they found open. Nothing they do works. There's like a whole tool bench next to where the safe is in the basement. And they're trying to drill through it, smash it with a sledgehammer. They can't get through this into the safe. So they decide they're going to wait till the homeowners come home. And then they're going to make them open the open the safe. Well, the homeowners don't really want to do that. Sylvester McCoy doesn't want to open that safe, and he will do whatever it takes to not open the safe, even though these thugs are threatening his wife's life. They're going to cut off her finger. They're going to s- cut slice her open with a, a jigsaw. Uh, eventually, but then the tables turn and. The one guy gets, hit, you know, Maisie turns and hits the one guy over the head with the well, sledgehammer. All right, and but then, spoiler
1: like, alert. Hang well, on. yeah,
0: but you know, y- you see it coming. You told it's not a spoiler. You see it coming, but okay. the whole thing changes, and then what the fuck is going on? Holy shit! These two people, th- this whole thing is just fucked. Okay, yeah. and it's not your typical, you know, suddenly the homeowners like I don't know. They're into drugs or some shit. No, this isn't that kind of a lame twist. This is like a pretty decent twist to watch. And of course, you know, between Maisie Williams, Sylvester McCoy and and his wife, Rita Tushingham. It's amazing. It's really, really good. It's very, I was like edge of my seat, like, oh, my God, what's going on? And like, no, don't do that. What are you, stupid? You know, kind of thing. Nice. Yeah. Okay. That is the owners uh, for rent streaming online.
1: Okay. What was the next thing you watched?
0: There's a show on Netflix. It's from Germany called Freaks. It is a kind of like a German version of Heroes Mm -hmm. where this woman finds out uh, she's working at some chicken joint in whatever small town Germany she's in. And some homeless guy comes up to her and he's like, you're one of us. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Get away from me, you creeper. And he knows that she's been taking medication her whole life. Okay. And he tells her, if you stop taking your medication, you'll see what I'm talking about. And she's like, why would I listen to some homeless guy? But her life's pretty shit. Her husband's kind of a loser. Um, Her boss is a bitch. And the whole everything about her life is like soul crushing. They're, you know, they need money to pay their... uh, mortgage or whatever the bills they're short on everything they're gonna be kicked out of their house any minute now so she decides what the fuck why not she stops taking her medications finds out she's like got super strength and can kick anybody's ass and she can bend you know I don't know frying pans with their bare hands kind of a thing okay well and then all shit goes down and you know there's some big <laughs> corporate as you do, right. you know, entity that's you know created all these super children and now they're suppressing their super abilities and you know as all of those heroes superhero type things go but it's from germany it's an interesting twist it's cool to see you know how they all work it and take that kind of premise and and run with it
1: and it's called freaks on netflix
0: in english it's called freaks i have no idea what the german title is but it's on netflix
1: unfreak. Yes, I guess. <laughs> okay.
0: And finally, of the ones that I've seen that you haven't. Yep. The last one here is on Netflix. It just was released last week. This yep. one is called Love Guaranteed. Okay. It stars Rachel Lee Cook and Damon Wayans, and Heather Graham is also in it.
1: Oh, I actually okay. ended up looking her up today on uh oh,
0: on the internet. Yeah, she's
1: fifty.
0: And, oof, well, so are we.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: <laughs>
1: no, but uh, but it's just amazing. <laughs> but she won the gene pool, is what I'm saying. Oh, like, yeah. Like I, I would never have thought that she's she's our age.
0: Isn't uh, Jennifer Lopez also fifty?
1: Yeah, she is. Yeah. And climbing a pole and and i doing know everything oh my god i Just, know. all right we need to stop talking about people who won the gene pool and all that other sort I of am, stuff for sure because i sit my so. broke ass <laughs> open box ass here anyway
0: yeah. so love guaranteed is on netflix and it's a movie where this uh young man youngish man this guy goes to, finds this lawyer who she's She's like a crusader helping the the downtrodden and people who can't, you know, normally afford this kind of lawsuit type thing. Like we see in the opening sequence that she's helping this man who was hit by a city bus where the city's like, fuck you, we don't care. You shouldn't have been standing there anyway. And she's like, No, you're gonna pay him his money because he deserves it, type of a thing. Okay. So she's that kind of crusader for the you know, helping the helpless. And he goes to her because he wants to sue a dating website, where they guarantee you will find love. It's in the name of the website, "Love Guaranteed." Okay? And he's read through their, you know, terms and conditions, the fine print, and you have to go on a thousand dates before you can claim that they failed you.
1: Wow. A thousand.
0: A thousand. So when he meets when he goes to her, he's gone on nine hundred and
1: ninety-eight dates. Oh my god. And
0: she's like with actual people. And he's like, Yeah. He does breakfast, lunch, and dinner on all these dates. Yeah, every day. So he'll he's do doing, so he'll do
1: three dates, three dates a day. day. Yeah. And he did it for basically a year or the better part More of or a or year. Less. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> so he finishes up his you know, one thousand dates. And so they're gonna sue this website love guaranteed and you know because you can't guarantee love you can't guarantee that and in their terms and conditions they've guaranteed it and he feels like they are preying on people claiming they guarantee that you'll find love when we all know online dating is kind of a crapshoot you can't guarantee anything with online dating okay Yeah, And it's a really cute love story Rom-com kind of a thing Heather Graham is the owner of the website She's like some billionaire lifestyle Guru type of thing and she plays That part really well It's more of a cameo kind of guest appearance And not really like a main appearance But Rachel Lee Cook is Absolutely adorable in this And Damon Wayans uh, Jr Damon Wayans Jr
1: Uh, I was going to say Damon Wayans Is is (laughs) up there
0: It's his son, Damon Wayans Jr. He's uh-huh. the, the guy suing, and they—they these two have really good chemistry together. I I totally believable with what's going on in the movie with these two. Nice, okay. And her staff is she's got two people working for her, and it's really a cute little staff. And I really liked it. I liked the movie. It was really cute.
1: And what's it called again?
0: It is called Love Guaranteed, and it's on Netflix.
1: Excellent. That yeah. sounds fun.
0: Yeah, it was. It was really fun. That's a good one for light-hearted kind of stuff.
1: All right. So now we get into the nitty gritty—the
0: things we've both seen.
1: The things we've both seen. And boy, one of—do <laughs> you want to start with crap first?
0: Um, and, you and know, and then what? go to
1: the biggest one. What do you? I'll want to let do?
0: you pick. I'll let you pick.
1: All right. So. Let's talk about The Binge. Oh my God, The Binge. The Binge is on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And it's got these kids in it who I've seen, but the biggest name in this movie is Vince Vaughn.
0: Yes. And uh, the narrator is that guy with that voice.
1: Which guy? It's not he- Morgan Freeman.
0: He sounds like Morgan Freeman.
1: He sounds like Morgan he, Freeman. As whoever it fact, is,
0: there's a really good Morgan Freeman impression.
1: Yes. But they even say in a title card that goes by kind of quickly, this ain't Morgan Freeman.
0: No. Okay, I, see, I missed that.
1: Okay. Oh, you did? Yeah, and yeah, yeah,
0: totally, yeah. He sounds very much like Morgan Freeman, whoever this guy is. Okay.
1: So the premise of this movie is very, and, and they they blatantly copy it from The Purge. Mm -hmm. So in The Purge, where there's 24 hours of nonstop violence, do what you want. In The Binge, you get, I think its they said 12 hours, and you can consume any drug you want. Every single drug is absolutely legal. The only catch is crime is still punished. So you can consume all the drugs you want, but if you commit a crime during all of this, you're still going to be punished for it. Okay. So basically, this is a setup for all the kids who are 18 to have their first binge. And among these is a group of high school friends who want to become, of course, legendary by doing a contest they hold at some super secret party where you can become a legend during the binge.
0: Doing the gauntlet
1: doing the gauntlet. the gauntlet
0: now when i didn't quite pick up on so this binge this 12 hours of binge that implies that drugs and alcohol are completely outlawed the rest of the year
1: yes they are
0: so what i didn't pick up on is how does this day like how do these young kids like how long has this been going on this this binge one two yeah. if Drugs and alcohol are completely outlawed the rest of the year. How do these young kids pick up on the desire to do it? If otherwise they've been living in this, you know, Puritan kind of no excess type of society. See, they don't I, really go into that in the movie, but that those no. are a couple of things they should kind of point out. Yeah. Cause even well, the purge points out, you know, crime is, Down from this purgy day but then there's also these hidden bullshit political stuff and downtrodden getting rid of poor people type of motivations behind the the purge but for the binge it's just being a a parody of the the purge and not really getting too into the meaty meatiness of the whole
1: it's a combination of an of an 80s teen movie and (laughs) the purge
0: yeah, essentially. Yes. And, and you're just and supposed to accept everything and laugh.
1: That takes that takes place in 2032, by the way. So it's 12 years from now.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: And um it also follows this this nerdy kid who wants to ask the pretty girl to the prom and blah blah blah. I mean, it's every trope from every <laughs> 80s movie there is. The question I had during it Is they made it a point of saying that, yes, it's every drop of alcohol and every ounce of drugs is illegal the rest of the year. But these companies go into hyper production mode on binge day. But what's freaky is that these kids start out with drugs at the moment the binge begins. So so where did
0: they get them ahead of time?
1: Where did they get them ahead of time and instantly?
0: That leads me to believe that drugs have never gone away people are still doing them and it's just this one day you could pull them out and publicly do it
1: yeah and uh, there are times when this movie is is subtly racist and there are times when this movie is just your very typical nerds you know versus cool kids versus thugs I mean Mm -hmm. the best thing I can say about this movie it was only about an hour and a half
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Are you going to gain anything from this in society? Fuck no. And, and no, especially when it, when it rips off other movies, you know, the binge, the purge, you know, and I, and I think that that's okay. Now that I'm thinking about that, that's actually kind of funny (laughs)
0: binge
1: Binge, purge,
0: purge. Uh binge
1: purge. Ha ha ha. (laughs) All right. So kudos to you movie makers for making us laugh but that's all you get the rest of it is just stupid and vince vaughn plays the principal of the school that these kids go to and his daughter just (laughs) happens to be the one that this kid wants to take to the prom
0: yeah which from what i understood is the the nerdy kid and the, the pretty girl he wants to ask they were like childhood friends like when they were really young and then you know as you grow up you get a little grow apart a bit and you get your own friends and
1: well yeah but yeah. then you know teenage hormones take over and that's right, when you start I'm just, people are cute
0: it's not like she was just the pretty girl and he right. just likes yeah, her because okay. she's pretty yeah. he likes her because he's known her like his whole life essentially right
1: yeah so is it worth your time no no
0: not at all don't don't not waste at time all this piece of crap just stay not away.
1: at all there are better teen movies to watch oh other my than god the bitch yes. yes that are way funnier Yes. Way, way funnier. I mean, oh, yeah. and one of them, I mean, even a Vince Vaughn movie that I think is hugely, uh, you know, leaps and bounds is Dodgeball. If, even though that movie has been out for, I don't know how many years at this point,
0: Forever? even though that's not necessarily
1: know. a teen movie, go watch Dodgeball instead. Go watch something else.
0: This this one, the the binge was created by the same people who did The Breakup. So definitely watch the breakup instead of this because the breakup was better than this for sure. Okay. And these, 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 they failed miserably with this one. Yeah. They failed miserably.
1: Yeah. This one sucks.
0: This one's crap.
1: All right. So the next thing is the season premiere of the boys.
0: Yes.
1: On Amazon prime. Now uh, you went back and you actually are re-watching the last few episodes of season one.
0: Yeah, because I did watch the first episode of the boys for season two, and I was so lost, even with that recap telling you what happened.
1: Yeah. It has been
0: so long. I I'm looking at this whole thing going, who are th- who is this guy? Where does he come in? What what does this have to do with any what what is going on? I'm just so lost. I cannot remember any of what happened last at the end of the last season. So I got to watch the last couple episodes to refresh my memory on what the fuck was happening.
1: And I remembered enough and, and the little recap helped, but there were certain subtleties that I certainly was lost on too. And Laura was like, well, shit, I didn't remember that, you know? So (laughs) I think uh, to your point, it would help if people kind of refreshed themselves on yeah. the last episode or two or however many you take to Yeah. need to recap.
0: I would say minimum the last three if you're really like you don't even remember more than this was superheroes who weren't particularly nice people.
1: Yes, you are meant to jump right back in. So Mm -hmm. as if there were, if if these were tacked on to the end of last season kind of thing. So if you don't remember much, go back like Patty did and rewatch stuff or else you're going to be kind of lost.
0: Yeah, you're going to be completely lost the way I was.
1: Yes. But it does make me wonder, though, how they're going to. Okay, so obviously all of these superheroes are supposed to be. Like slightly more evil or human versions of characters that we know, like Superman, Wonder Woman, blah blah blah. So I'm wondering what Homelander's Kryptonite is going to be.
0: Ooh, interesting.
1: Because there's there's this really good scene with um, Giancarlo Esposito.
0: I love him so much.
1: He's he's awesome, and he brings a weight to everything he does, especially after Breaking Bad. But he is a human guy, as far as we know, mm-hmm. and he has this showdown verbally with Homelander, who who kills people randomly. He, you know, blah. So how does this guy stare down Homelander? And it's really well done.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it makes me wonder how are they going to eventually defeat Homelander? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it's good. It, It picks up right where the other boys left off.
0: Yeah. It's like, boom, you're right back into it. Like there was no break at all. Exactly. Which is part of why I was lost. Because exactly. For me, there was a huge break.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's, I think, the only bad thing about this season two, episode one. You really have to remember a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. So, boys, season two. Good jump. Good. All right. Then I watched Away.
0: Yes. Away on Netflix.
1: Hillary Swank is in it. Josh Charles plays her husband. Yes. And there are a few other people that you might recognize in this, like the doctor in the first episode is actually played by a guy who was on BSG.
0: Yes. He is um, gata.
1: Yeah. He's gata. on, on Gaeta. BSG.
0: Oh, and speaking of BSG, which I forgot to mention, oh, Love Guaranteed has Duwala, Lieutenant Duwala in it. She has a little cameo in there and she is looking hot. I'm just. She's gonna looking end. out. She's wow. looking amazing. But anyway, moving on.
1: Moving. Well, <laughs> moving all righty on. then.
0: That's all I. Yeah, that's all we need to say.
1: So away concerns the first mission, the first manned mission to Mars, and Hilary Swank is is the captain of this or the commander of this mission, which also has international other people. There's somebody from China. There's somebody from Russia. There's somebody from Great Britain, and then there's. Um, India. Somebody somebody from India. And they question in this press conference, why is she the leader of this when she is not as experienced as the Russian dude and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, but it takes its time to set up the dynamic of Hillary Swank and Josh Charles at home with their daughter. And the reason that Josh Charles can't be on this mission, but he's actually still involved with NASA the whole bit. So and there's this this mystery that happens during the first episode to question her ability to command. I I want to see where this show goes.
0: I have seen the entire thing. Have you? Yes. Okay. So I know where it goes, it's, but um a few nitpicky things to me. Uh-huh. Are the in air quotes, visual effects of the weightlessness.
1: Uh, Oh, God. Are you going to pick apart weightlessness?
0: They're walking. You can clearly see these people are fake walking like they're in weight-free, grabbing handles. It is so phony. It is so phony. They don't even try. They don't even try. And then they have them hanging from wires, and you can clearly see the wires they are hanging from.
1: Really? I didn't even notice. Yes, I'm going to have to look for that. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: It just, right. It's just just—it's so bad. Everything with the, and, you know, it, she's supposed to be weightless, but her hair is hanging straight down.
1: Oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> there is so much wrong
0: with that. I, I, honestly, I prefer when they set it so far into the future and they just say, we've got anti, you know, artificial gravity. To deal with it, because knowing that there's sub- watching them be in air quotes weightless, but not having all the other weightlessness things that should be weightless happening just is distracting, and it mm. tears me out of it. I can't be in it.
1: Ah, uh, and all right. Fair other th- point.
0: Also, this this whole thing isn't about going to Mars necessarily. It's a family drama with the trappings of sci-fi going to Mars into it. Yeah, This could take place, this could be a story about a mother in the military, and then yeah. the family dynamics and everything going on with her in danger in Afghanistan or any other country anywhere. She could be a worker on an oil rig in the middle of the ocean, and mm. this would be the same exact story. But- and that kind of bothers me because they're making it sci-fi, but it's not. It is. This is not a science fiction story.
1: So does anything happen related to Mars? They're, other other uh, than they are f- much further away from Earth.
0: They, they do have some issues with the ship on its way to Mars, which, sure, that's a sci-fi type of thing, but it's a trapping because this could be an issue with the oil rig out in the ocean, It could be an issue where they need to talk to somebody at command to help them figure out how to fix it because they have limited resources on the oil rig out in the ocean to fix whatever's going wrong or anywhere in any country where they're in danger in some way.
1: Because I'm looking at this thinking this would be a hell of a setup for first contact between an alien thing Or they run into some shit in the mystery of space and all this other sort of stuff set against the backdrop of this woman in her home life and the decisions that she has to make as both a mother and a wife and a commander and all this other sort of stuff. So I think that that would that would be good. But then, like you said, why set it in space? It could be terrestrial instead of extraterrestrial, because if there's no like alien shit going on, there's no great mystery of of the void, they don't start seeing dead people, they you know, I'm not going to hang on for this then. Is it worth hanging on to? You've seen the whole thing.
0: If that's what you're looking for, then no. Uh, if you're interested in a family drama with a mom who just happens to be an astronaut, working to be the first person, the first group of people to step on Mars. Sure.
1: So in other words, it's just your typical ABC drama set in space.
0: It is a family drama where the parent is in space.
1: Oh, well, see, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, so they hook people like me and you based on the space thing. Yes. Instead of just... She work, She just happens to work at NASA. Mm-hmm. So this whole thing could have been set while she's training for this mission also.
0: Possibly, yes.
1: Wow. Well, that's a letdown. Okay. I'm yeah. getting off this so, but, ship.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so anybody who, so, but also because they've put the trappings of sci-fi around it, people who would be interested in a family drama might not pick this up. Yeah, because people who hate sci-fi might not watch this, but this is just a family drama. There is that it it, you do not have to be into sci-fi to enjoy this. You do have to be able to suspend your disbelief of shitty weightlessness (laughs) in space (laughs) um, because they they make that so bad. Oh, it's just so awful. No. And it's just watching them fake walk like they're in space yeah. is just so dumb.
1: I I I just think that there are why set something in space if there's not the mystery of space? That's my thing.
0: I'm I right there with you.
1: I get that it would be huge, first of all, to have that mission to Mars. Again, I also think it would be huge to have an international coalition of people do that mission. (laughs) I also think and yes, you know, have a woman as the commander of this. Fan-fucking-tastic. I'm great with this. But at the same time, if there's not a mystery of space to go along with and it's just a crappy family drama, I don't need to watch that. I could watch that on a myriad of other shows
0: yeah yeah and i mean it's it's her family drama as well as the you would say the in space family drama drama right so the drama between each of these characters that are on this the mission to mars you know
1: right
0: the interaction between the guy from russia and you know our fearless leader hillary swank and You know, the the woman from China and all them together. We do get flashbacks of their family life and how things are with their families, but again, that still continues the family drama of what this is. That it has nothing to do with it being an outer space mission to Mars, seeing what happens in space.
1: And see that how If you're not going to have some interstellar shit going on, and when I say interstellar shit, I'm talking about Christopher Nolan's Interstellar, where there's certainly human drama going on, set against the backdrop of some really fantastical special effects and and story that are interwoven with the mysteries of space and time and dimension and and all that other sort of stuff. You know... uh, well, that's frustrating. Thank you for saving me from that. All right. So moving on to the great big thing. We both watched Mulan on Disney+. Plus. So I don't know about you, but I was right before, and, and I don't know who did this, but it was kind of evil. Right before the movie debuted, they put out the news that it would be available for free if you already had a disney plus membership in december so literally the three month window of home uh, release in theaters to home video was going to happen and i thought that that was quite shitty to do like right before that
0: yeah whoever said that was that was kind of shit
1: I I personally and and this is me being a conspiracy theorist again cuz whether it was our last episode or the last episode before that where we where I talked about conspiracy theories and movie exhibitors and all that I think somebody in the movie exhibitor world leaked that
0: I I would believe it yeah
1: because why the day or two before Mulan hits Disney Plus premium Are you going to say, or you could just wait until December and see it for free? That was a shitty, shitty thing to do. And then what can Disney do except cop to it and say, yeah, you're right. But you and I went ahead and and ordered it for the $30.
0: Yeah, I did. Because, well, I know many people who would like to see it.
1: Yes, and, and so do I, and there yeah. might be several of those people coming over in another week or so to come and mm-hmm. watch it.
0: Exactly.
1: So I have to sidebar just a, just a hair and say that I am no longer buying my 75-inch TV.
0: Oh, why not?
1: Because with another friend of ours, right before we did a, a very small outdoor dinner, we went to a big box store. And I went to go look at the TV I was going to go buy. And it is subpar compared to what I have. Really? Yeah. You have the Q which one? The Samsung, whichever TV you have, you actually have a really good TV.
0: Yeah, I got a Q eighty, Q ninety. I don't know.
1: If you got a Something at least like a Q eighty, you have a you have a fantastic TV. Well, in seventy five inches, that TV is like three grand.
0: Oh shit! No,
1: yeah. I I looked at it, especially given the economy and what's going on in the world, and I and. I was like, fuck, I can't justify spending two or $3,000 on a TV. I'm just going to spend $1,000. So I got a TV after looking at a whole bunch of reviews and, and talking myself into it, basically. And then I went to go look at it. And compared to my TV right now, it's a piece of shit.
0: Oh, wow.
1: So I canceled the 75-inch. Because the friend that was with me, and then Laura backed backed it up and said, You know what? We have a kick ass TV right now. Why are yeah. you gonna go? And even David, who is who is marvelous, David, who will be a guest on this show this week at some point, said, Why are you going from OLED to something else? And I got caught in the in the whole, but it's bigger thing. <laughs> But wrapping this back around to Milan, I'm glad that I didn't because the, the movie itself is beautiful to look at. Holy
0: Yes, crap. yes. It is amazing to look at. It is gorgeous.
1: It's gorgeous. The colors that they use, the, the, the cinematography of everything from even makeup to, to costumes to the landscape. Holy shit.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: This is something to behold. The movie itself though.
0: It's I don't know how you felt about essentially it. Essentially the story of Mulan. It's meh. Meh. Yeah. Meh. Yeah.
1: It's meh. Meh. Yeah. And I and I guess I built it up so much like, you know, I'm not all up into these live action remakes that Disney does, you know, I you know, I I still haven't seen The Lion King because The Lion King is my favorite shit animated uh, movie ever and and I don't want it bastardized even by the company that gave birth to it but this movie and especially at two hours long felt every bit of those two hours
0: yeah yeah it did yeah
1: and at about the halfway point I paused it so that you know we could go to the bathroom
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> like oh my god we've got another hour of this mm-hmm. all right yeah. The acting was good. There's no yeah. character development whatsoever. I mean, well, there's a little bit, but eh. yeah,
0: yeah,
1: uh, eh. eh. Right? Yeah. Am I nuts? Am I? Am I not seeing this movie right?
0: Uh, I mean, we get a little bit of. Well, I, it makes me wonder: Did we get the same kind of character development in the animated one?
1: It made me want to go back and watch the anime. Yeah, because
0: it feels like it's a lot of the same stuff. I mean, it's a lot of the same story, except you don't have, you know, the little dragon guy following her around.
1: Mushu, yeah. Mushu,
0: the dragon guy. We do, the the visuals of the family guardian phoenix following her around is really cool looking. Oh, that, that that's That was amazing. gorgeous to look at what they did with that. That was beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um the the scenes as they go into the big imperial city or whatever that's called. Oh um, my god. God, that was amazing visual. Oh, um yeah. <laughs> but I feel like everything else is they're all it's all the same from the cartoon.
1: Yeah. And that's a shame it's because the,
0: Was there a witch in the cartoon?
1: Yeah, I believe so.
0: Okay. I don't I don't remember because it that is how long ago I watched Mulan. Right. Um
1: yeah. And it was I wanted it to be better and more engaging than it was.
0: Well, yeah. I, I went into it thinking, you know, most of these live action things are why do you need to redo a well-known, well-loved animated feature as live action? Why can't you create a brand new story? with you know this same kind of you know international cast Mm. why do you need to redo something that's already been done
1: and i and i and i'm sitting here shaking my head as she's saying that in a very agreeing sort of way i i wanted to like it so much more because the trailer that they cut for it was so exciting it was like okay i'm on board for that live action remake because that looks like it's the shit
0: yeah you were all into it i was like I was,
1: I, I, and me, and not just me, but our friends too were like, oh my God. Even Laura was like, oh my God, I really want to see that. That looks powerful. (laughs) I mean, and then after the movie, meh.
0: Meh. Did you recognize Jet Li? No. Did you know Jet Li was in it?
1: No, not until you told me.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I had no idea. And Dwight's talking about Jet Li. I'm like, I, I who was he in this then if you know so much oh <laughs> and he's my like God. and then he told me he was the emperor i'm like seriously the emperor wow. is jet lee really and then i had to look it up to verify because for some reason i didn't believe him and like shit yeah he that that was jet lee yeah so the emperor if you do happen to watch this jet Li is the emperor that is jet lee
1: and there is a very brief cameo by Migna Wen.
0: Yes, she's in this too.
1: Who was the original voice of Mulan.
0: Yeah. Also, Rosalind Chow is in this as uh, Mulan's mother.
1: Yes. And you might remember her from Star Trek uh, The Next Generation.
0: Yes, she is Keiko O'Brien, if That's you right. don't remember.
1: And DS9, but yeah. Yes. And then there's Donnie Yen, who's in it from uh, Rogue One.
0: Oh, really? He actually,
1: almost. And I noticed this, too. And it must have been a slight tip of the hat to Star Wars when he's giving this talk about knowing you're, you I Was it the talk about the chi or was it, it was talk about something else? But I could just hear him say, I am one with the force and the force is with me. Yes. He gave I a similar that. talk, like eerily similar. And I'm like, wow, if he says that, then it's completely a little
0: nod. <laughs> it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nice. Yeah. Uh, I did not pick up on that because I didn't know who he was.
1: It. This is a movie that is visually stunning. Yes. If it didn't get nominated for an Academy Award for cinematography and costume design and set decoration, I would be. I would be surprised. Yeah. And one of the things that I thought was off, but I paid. I I watched it to the very end, to the very end, end credit. Of course, Disney is going to do an original song so that they can enter that into the Oscar race.
0: Oh, yeah, totes.
1: And and the original song is sung by Christina Aguilera. Yes. And then I was like, well, then why not have it sung by a Chinese person? And then sure enough, after that version ends, the Chinese version begins. Because oh. I didn't think Disney was that tone deaf these days.
0: I wasn't entirely paying attention to that, but yeah. Oh, I did. I did.
1: Because uh, another thing that I thought, I thought it was beautiful to see so many Chinese faces. I thought that that was awesome. Yeah. You know, And especially in this age where Hollywood just fucking needs diversity, that yeah, I thought Mm -hmm. that that was cool. But, oh, I wish it were a better movie. And I wince as I say that.
0: (laughs) Because I uh... Eh. Yeah, it it wasn't that great.
1: It wasn't that great. Sorry. Sorry, people. And now it makes me wonder, is that ultimately the decision that brought it to Disney Plus? You know, did they finally look at it and go, you know, this movie would drop like a stone the second week in the box office, not to mention COVID. So let's see what we can get. But it, it makes me wonder... Ultimately, if somebody came back and said, no, we need to we need to rethink this, I would have seen it anyway, because we were hyped to see it. So whether we had paid the $30 to go see it in a movie theater or not, I feel as though the money is not the issue part. I am also glad that I saw it on the TV that I did and the TV that you have so that Visually, it just looks the best that it can be. Mm -hmm. You really need to, if you're going to watch this on the premium thing and order it for $30 especially, have the best TV possible to watch it on. Or else a lot of the detail will be lost.
0: Yeah, and it'll just be a shitty story with mediocre visuals.
1: With mediocre visuals. That's exactly right. But after seeing it, I will not stop paying for video on demand.
0: Oh, definitely not. No.
1: But if you already have Disney Plus, wait till December. Yeah. 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 Wait till December. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's not that far away either at this point.
1: No. And it's the normal video window. It is the normal video window for the movie to come out now and be available for the holidays to take home or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. But, uh, damn it. I, you said it al Barkas. yeah he i, wants I to just get yeah go let him in
0: yeah
1: all right Mm-hmm-hmm.
0: Oh, I had muted myself so you could continue talking. Yep.
1: Yeah. And,
0: and we're nearly at the one hour mark here.
1: Yes, I know. And and we need to we need to blow out of here, but yeah. but yeah, I wish Mulan were better. Um the binge is terrible. Yes. The boys sure keep going with it. And and fucking away. Stay away from Unless you really want a family drama set in space.
0: Yeah. yeah and then what Patty
1: said about all the rest of her other stuff.
0: Yeah, Freaks is good. Class Action Park is good. The Owners is good. Suko is amazing. Love Guaranteed is really cute.
1: In the next couple of episodes, we will have David back and we cannot wait. We'll, we'll just talk more movie shit. Um, but yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. Our big reviews for the week. Or for today, anyway. So make sure you log on to The Watchlist Pod to listen to back episodes of us. Engage with us uh, also on the watchlistpod.com. Click on that contact button. Did you buy uh, Mulan on the Disney Premium? Was it worth it to you? Or are you going to wait till December? Make sure you engage us also on your social media at The Watchlist Pod. And subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah. All right. There we go. Another one in the can, as they
0: say.
1: Yay. Yay. All right, everybody. You take it easy. Be safe. Mask up.
0: Do that. Do that right now.
1: Do that right now. Okay, bye.
0: Okay, bye. Bye.